Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we, uh, this is show number 321, bit of a, a news flash, magazine show, quick conversational round uh, week. Uh, also what you might call Sunny 16 light because there's only two of us here which is a real shame. <laughs> Uh, crying i know it's terrible uh but uh and just you know the, the just the two of us but we'll make the best of it won't we christian yes i think we will Aid. and you're living Definitely. your best life this week why don't you tell the 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 listeners where you're where you're dialing this performance in from <laughs> so, so it's it's where you say cerveza and chorizo and i'm sorry to uh, i have to apologize to all our <laughs> spanish listeners uh, yeah, it's uh, we are on Mallorca, which I'm um, uh, I'm not very happy to say is overrun by Germans a lot of times, but uh, <laughs> there's a good reason for it because it's such a beautiful island, and yeah, we um, we've never been here, and yeah, living the best life. It is really. a beautiful place, actually. I haven't been for a very long time. I've been to Minorca more recently, but but yeah, right. all the islands are lovely, aren't they? Um, yes, it's uh, overrun by Germans, not overrun by Brits, because that's what happens when I go uh, on holiday, places like that, yeah, just see all the Brits. There are a lot of Brits here as well, but uh, and, and it's, it's strange. It's the first time that we uh, have a holiday like this in a hotel with you know, being pampered all the time because we, we normally are campers ourselves. We go, you know, we like to live on the ground, cook our own food. And yeah, this time we tried something new. I'm going to say, as I look at you on this video call, you've got a tequila in one hand and a mojito in the other, right? And you're looking very relaxed indeed. So <laughs> not literally, but yes, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. I'm relaxed and yeah, the kids are in bed, so all is fine. Okay, right. Before we get to photography stuff, I have to know, like, what is the German cliched view of a British tourist? The uh, I can tell you all the the German cliches. No, I, I know mean, all the, those. The, I'm the British. British. I know a lo- I'm British. I know a lot of German cliches. I, I think. Oh, I, and this is a really. Uh, how can you how can you say this is thin ice I'm walking be, on? Be, be with nobody I, will mind. I, I love, this is a safe love, place to I share. I love you Brits. Yeah, I love you Brits. But <laughs> yeah, so so most of the time they have this really bright warning color because they spend too much time in the sun without uh, sunscreen. So yeah, yeah, we're too hard for sunscreen. But apart from that, I think Germans and Brits are equally. Um, uh embarrassing probably probably so that includes me as well so no we're perfectly fine we get along really well i think yeah yeah all good excellent well thank you for sharing that sorry but not sorry that i put you in an uncomfortable position there for a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah so the hate mail goes to adrian stock please yeah yeah absolutely i'll uh, bring it on i'll take it all i was the one that got you into (laughs) that mess so it's all good that's all right okay should we get on with the photography stuff then uh, yeah, we should. Okay, first story up this week then uh, is something that I really want to call the donut bot, but it's not. It's the dunk <laughs> yes. bot. <laughs> Which is a good name as well. And it's not a basketball playing device. Oh, a good point. Yes, I hadn't thought about that yeah, connection, actually. I, that's something we should mention. It's a development, a de- it's like a, an automatic, uh, automated film processor. 
It is, yes. It, it yeah. is an automatic film processor using metal uh, buckets. Once you put your, your film in, in the canister, uh, the light tight canister, it then will dunk it into different buckets of chemicals on a robot arm, which is brilliant. Um, I think we've mentioned it before uh, on the podcast, just uh, very briefly, but um, just, yes, wanted to, I think so. just wanted to give uh, them a shout out. They're part way through, quite a long way through now, their, uh, their Kickstarter process. Link in the show notes. Um, and uh, sadly, they're not doing quite as well as they need to at this point in the, in, in the cycle. Um, so they have 68 backers, which is great. Uh, but with 11 days, only 11 days to go, uh, they're just over about 15 percent, maybe not even quite 15 percent of yeah. their target. So um, and, and, and those guys are well known. Th those guys are well known for their uh, light meter. They, they are the Reveni Labs. Well, yeah. People. So so it's not like uh, um, they, 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 there's a that's a story behind those guys. Yeah, um, I think they could probably so be relied could, upon yeah. to produce something. I mean, they've they've certainly got products out there in the marketplace that are well respected. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah, I've the, I've and, long yeah. wanted one of their spot meters. Actually, I'd quite like one of their spot mm -hmm. meters, the little tiny ones you, you know, put the, in the, the hot shit. Oh, the, oh, no, oh hang you on. mean they the, do. the no the spot meters, the one where you just use one ah, eye yes. and 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 the other eye simultaneously I have no idea i am they explained how that works but i it's a cool device because uh it uses so much uh not only um you know technology but also biology by combining yes. what humans do with their <laughs> yeah, eyes yeah. with technology it's it's amazing that's but, a really yeah. good point i hadn't thought of it quite like that but yeah that's definitely what it does yes so uh uh, yeah, in fact, in, in which case, then I've I've long wanted two of their products, not just the one. I'm getting myself tied up in knots as usual. So yeah, yeah, oh. and, and and it will make you a little bit of a cyborg, right? If you use the spot meter. Well, do you know what? Having eyes that do different things already, um, uh, it's it, it, you just get used to that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, my eyes don't work in the same ways as other people's anymore so it's it's all good <laughs> actually that reminds me yeah, it must be it... nearly nearly a year actually since i had one of my uh, my cataract surgery hmm, okay but, but you enough. see but but by now you see colors the same way on both eyes right no i don't but i did find out the story behind that actually so listeners might remember when i when i had that surgery done nearly a year ago uh i came back saying you know my eyes were seeing different color temperatures and my new eye was seeing i reckon somewhere up around 2000 kelvin more blue than my uh, than my left eye which hadn't been done um, and I found out later talking to uh, an optometrist that actually uh, as we age, our eyes uh, the uh, change. Uh, I don't think that's news, but one of the ways in which they change uh, is that uh, they can uh, they can go uh, warmer, essentially. There'll be a medical term for it, I'm sure. But in terms of photography and color temperature, you, you would see something a little bit warmer, a little bit more yellowy, perhaps. Uh, and that and and what happens is when you when you have a, a new a, a plastic lens put in your eye that that's not the case because that's back to where you would have started out. Um, so I still do see differently. I don't notice it so much anymore because your brain just merges it all into one because the brain is a very clever thing. But if I if I a b test it using left eye right eye left eye right eye. Uh, it definitely still has a, a different color to it. So, so what 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 you're saying is you can look at 
uh, buy color 3D prints without goggles, right? And see them in 3D. <laughs> I haven't tried that. I should probably look at some of Bill's trichromes re really closely, shouldn't yes. I? And see, see, see oh, yeah. what I make of those. <laughs> make sure you don't go on a trip doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, uh, but uh, just to come back to the dunk bot, mm. uh, I think I think maybe if they uh, did a you know like a steampunk version of it, that would be a nice gimmick because this thing looks, <laughs> it looks. I don't know. It's it's not only that it develops film, but it has a je ne sais quoi, don't you think? It's like it does. Uh, it has these uh, stainless steel canisters, and 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 it actually dunks film. It just yeah. goes up and down a little bit, and yeah. I think it's awesome. I, it's a great piece. Of, it's, it's a awesome, great piece yeah. of design, both from an engineering point of view and aesthetically. It, yeah, just the. You, I mean, you could sit there and watch it, couldn't you? You could just sit. It's like, oh, look, that's lovely. Yeah, it's it's like looking at a washing machine. No, but I I think it it has quite a, a big footprint. That would be something that I um I uh, think is uh is a thing. But but then again, if I think if you stow it away, to just put the uh the containers uh you can I think you can stack the containers or it's easy to to uh. Yeah, probably, yeah. The, the small, I mean, if you're the sort of plate. person that's going to be interested in getting one of those things, I suspect you're the sort of person that is going to have, you know, is going to find a way to find the space for it. And I think, I think one, uh, one, it, it's noteworthy that it's not simply uh, a processor. It does everything from, I think, washing to fixing and everything. So, yeah, it has it like six containers, six tanks. Yeah. In it, so exactly so yeah well we wish them luck with that thing. Um, yes because it's an amazing piece of kit by the looks of it and if you watch the videos and stuff like that so uh but you know uh, as i say they do they do need a little bit more support if they're going to get over the line on this one 11 yeah. days to go uh and still yeah 80 plus percent of their target is still to make sadly um so everybody, everybody that listens to this could get behind them uh that could be really really cool Right, um, on to uh, on to our second item of the week, which has got nothing to do with photography at all, actually, um, uh, but everything to do with Christian's uh, one of Christian's other hobbies, uh, which is music, which is not something you talk about a great deal about on the show, but you do talk to us behind the scenes about it, and I'm I'm thoroughly intrigued by your musical hobby, so. Um, uh, and by your by your new acquisition is acquisition the right word it is i didn't steal it so acquisition should be right <laughs> <laughs> no, acquisition no, doesn't it, necessarily a... imply purchase <laughs> oh right yeah. Oh, yeah you're right so i am yeah i'm i'm lost in translation a little bit so no, uh yeah i got i got a new mandolin uh, not not a new one a used one but a wonderful weber mandolin mandolin sorry and uh, it was amazing. It uh, gave me the opportunity to have a road trip to Bavaria. And uh, as people probably know, it's very hard to find bad food and bad beer in Bavaria. So uh, we treated ourselves to both. Uh, got a new mandolin, which is amazing to play. And yeah, I can only recommend going to Bavaria and buy <laughs> mandolins. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried to play the mandolin. I remember 
many years ago a friend of mine lent me one um and i couldn't get my head around it at all uh because being a guitar player the str- it, it, guitars are strung in fourths right whereas a mandolin right. it, and i'm happy with a 12 string guitar so i don't mind the fact that the mandolin strings are paired that that was perfectly okay but a mandolin is strung in fifths isn't it yes the way it's supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> That's what Rachel as, would say. Right, she's as, a as Rachel would agree exactly. No, uh, to be perfectly honest, uh, I play the mandolin because I used to play the violin and viola as a teenager and a kid, and uh, I, I still have no idea why I picked up the mandolin. I know that getting into the uh, music uh, um, that I'm playing right now, bluegrass, is uh, because of Becky from the Film Wasters Forum. Oh. which i mentioned before yeah, yeah. um but apart from that yeah it's it's my instrument and um you know there is actually an uh, interesting story behind um uh why um when the, the guitar originally the which is strung in fourth wasn't that um popular in folk music in the u.s um uh because there were no affordable and good guitars. So a lot of people were actually playing banjos, uh, also tenor banjos and things like that. And uh, when the guitars suddenly were affordable and popped up, a lot of banjo players lost their gigs because um, guitar players uh, were, you know, everyone wanted the new sound. Ah, And that's the reason, yeah, that's the reason why there are tenor guitars which are basically tuned like uh, like a tenor banjo, so that all the banjo players can play. I did not know that. A little bit. That's a good. Every day's a learning day when I speak yes, to you. Yes, uh, absolutely useless party knowledge. So no, just... no, no, no. Knowing things like that is is awesome. I, mean, I can trade you one. Um, the the legendary blues guitarist Lead Belly. He always played. Right. A, he always played a twelve string uh and a 12 string guitar uh and that was simply because it, when he played uh there was no amplification and 12 strings were larger than la- larger excuse me louder than six strings and so he yeah he yeah. famously played that just just because yeah he needed the volume <laughs> yeah it's it's amazing there are so many nice instruments out there resonator guitars and uh, dobros and things like that yeah the, there's stuff. there's many that i've wanted over the years uh, uh but I, I i i don't let myself buy guitars because i know that i won't play them as much as i should so i just stick to the two that i have so and that has has never kept people from buying cameras they don't use no, that's true, and I, 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 yeah, I, I ride the waves of that. Sometimes I buy more cameras, and other times I sell cameras and things like that. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, your average guitar, though, I think, is probably a bit more expensive than your average camera at this point, uh, unless you're a Leica collector. Yeah, yes, good point. I'm, and I'm not one of those. So I usually spend a couple of hundred pounds on a camera. Yeah, getting a second hand <laughs> or something like that, and and it's difficult to get uh, a good guitar for a couple of hundred pounds. You have to be very lucky these days to get one of that. Like that. But but the good thing about really good instruments and really good cameras is you can buy them, regret your mistake because you don't use them, and sell them for the same price. That's true. So, or if you keep them long enough, well, cause certainly musical instruments. If you keep them long enough, they be um, they be they they gain value if they're nice instruments. So, 
you know, in times to come, you know, uh, then uh, the instruments that we buy today will be worth more money in the future, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, should we go back to photography? Well, right. That's a good idea. <laughs> okay. Well, sadly, Claire can't be with us uh, this week, which is a real shame because one of the things that we want to talk to uh, talk about uh, and celebrate uh, is a recent magazine uh, cover that Claire has done. Uh, and Yay. yeah, and you know, Claire getting her work used and, and, and published again. Um, she, you know, it seems that these stories are coming along more frequently and, and excellent, excellent for Claire that that's excellent for all of us, but especially excellent for yeah. Claire that that's happening. Let's, let's face it. Claire's a star. That's a very good point. That is because, I mean, point. she has an album cover without being a musician. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And she, now a magazine she, cover. So links to all of these things in the show notes, of course. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about the, the magazine, shall we? So uh, I'm probably going to get the name of the magazine slightly mangled, actually. And, and now I'm, I'm definitely going to get it mangled because I've lost the tab on my browser. Oh, no, here it is. Um, this is a magazine called Hellebore, uh, which... Uh, uh, according, now, I don't know anything about this magazine. It's got an amazing Claire picture on it. Uh, it's Claire in a, a floaty dress. Uh, looking very druid-ish, um, next to a standing stone of some sort. Uh, so that yeah, and I think um, according to the way the magazine describes itself, uh, it was uh, and let me get this up and said uh, it's founded in 2019 um, by uh, a writer and editor Maria J Perez Cuervo, uh, with art direction by Nathaniel Herbert, and it is uh, a magazine devoted to British folk horror and the occult. Um, in 2022, it was a finalist in the World Fantasy Awards. So we're talking about the cover of a fantasy magazine here, which I think is 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 great fun. And uh, I, I don't know how Claire knows these people or anything like that. Um, but uh, I wish she was here to tell the story. Maybe we can get her to tell the story another time. Yeah. And, and the image she has on the cover is amazing because she's um placed between or, or in front of two monoliths and uh there's uh, a reflection on the shape she's wearing as a hat and yeah good uh, as usual good stuff from uh, claire absolutely yes there's clearly been some treatment in the printing here because it's very it's just two color printing really isn't it it's blue and yellow um uh, sort of dark blue to it reminiscent of a night sky uh and then yellow for her dress and and, and the highlights on on one of the uh, one of the monoliths or standing stones so yeah, yeah um all good I stuff a, the original image is on her instagram oh is um, it oh, i didn't know uh, i yeah, don't think can, i've seen yeah, the original I think the image on the uh, magazine cover, as you said, is in two color, uh, which is which. Is, well, I think it's a, a little different than her original image, but still very interesting how they did it because it has this retro sort of feel. Um, uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, have a look at it, I'd yes. say. And maybe buy the magazine. Uh, I it looks like it could be quite a, an odd magazine for, for me, right? Uh, you know, yeah, no, no, um, uh, no judgment intended. Apologies, um, but uh, it it looks like it could be quite some interesting stories in there. The the bylines on it say megaliths from outer space, strange journeys, and the return of ley lines. So, <laughs> you know, we live in an age where there is so much um, conformism and stuff. I, I'm pretty sure that. Uh, it's a compliment if you say to Claire that her work is a little odd. 
<laughs> is it the age of Aquarius I, now? I don't know, but there we go. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but great, well done, Claire. Uh, great stuff. And, yes, definitely. Uh, good, good to see your work getting into new dimensions. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, a product announcement uh, is next up on our list. Um, this has a link to Claire, actually, as well. Claire sent us this story for today because she was hoping to be here, but at the last minute couldn't be. Um, and uh, this is something that she has some prior experience with as well. So um, as of, I think, uh, very, very recently, maybe even today as we record this, uh, not entirely sure, um, Polaroid have launched a new film. It is called Blue 600 Film Reclaimed Edition. Um, it's uh, it has unique chemistry using reclaimed waste material. Uh, it is a limited edition experimental film, and it's available or it's available in the six hundred film format. So it's compatible, they say, with the Polaroid six hundred, the Now, the Now Plus, and the Lab Plus. So it says limited, experimental, sort of accidental. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Claire was one of the testers. And yeah, she pointed the uh, the re, uh, the blue reclaimed edition uh, out. Interesting film. Yeah. Uh, you can't really say if it's like it's not like it's blue monochrome. It's not. That's how I would describe it. Actually, I was. That's exactly the words I I was going to use. But it says. Uh, it, but but again, I will read again from the Polaroid website because uh, I haven't seen the product myself yet. It says it's not monochrome and it's not duochrome. So what is it? <laughs> it's. It's definitely blue. It's definitely blue. Yeah, it's definitely blue, right? So, yeah. Uh, I, I guess would you call it monochrome if it's black, blue, and white, or would that be duochrome? That uh, that would be monochrome, but yeah. I think I, I I don't know. I, I guess there are other shades of colors in there, but blue is definitely the dominant color. Yeah. So I think it looks like a lot of fun, actually. Uh, so. I think uh, Claire shared a photo that we, we, just with us, and I don't know whether it's on her Instagram or not, because I don't know whether she's been under an embargo oh, or anything. Uh, but know. she shared an image just with us uh, in telling us about this story, which looked like a, a fun image, definitely a, a Claire image. Uh, and uh, then the ones on the website, the Polaroid website, um, look interesting as well. Can and you imagine yourself shooting this sort of thing? Yeah, I think I can. Though sometimes I think, uh, is it is it sustainability that Polaroid um, uh, incorporates reclaimed waste materials into a film, or is it they sell you waste? I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it's definitely an artsy uh, sort of film, so it's uh, uh, definitely it experimental. It yeah, is. I, I think I, I would use it. I just you know for the fun of it. Sure. Sadly, one of the challenges of film photography is that I don't think we'd struggle to say that it was you know, sustainable and environmentally friendly the, the, and, and the, one hack you, wouldn't we? So. Uh, the problem, the biggest, the bigger problem is the 16 quid you have to spend on one pack. Oh, yeah, that's not sustainable, so is that what you're saying? That is, that is not sustainable for your, for your uh, wallet, but yeah. Yeah, you could get half a roll of portrait for that. Yeah, uh, we 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 um the the film photography hobby isn't cheap anymore. No, no, it's not, and it's it's an interesting thing that's changed a lot over the life cycle of the Sunny Sixteen podcast. Yeah, you know, and and yeah. we we do say this occasionally. I I don't think I've personally said it for a while, but when we started back in twenty sixteen, 
it was very much the case that film you know, film cameras were really cheap uh, and film was still very affordable. And so it was a really good entry level way to get in you know, to some really creative spaces. Uh, so entry, not, not just entry level, but a really good um, uh, inexpensive is the word I was looking for. Inexpensive way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember times what, like in, uh, let's say, like 2016, 2017, when buying a really good scanner plus a, an SLR, film SLR, uh, with a, a number of lenses um, was cheaper. And, and, and even if you, if you added a lot of rolls of film, it was cheaper than getting a new DLS, DSLR altogether. And it would be, and, yeah, very much and, so, and, in fact. And, and, so, so um, there were times when you could shoot, you know, shoot away in black and white if you developed yourself, and 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 scan it with your own equipment, and that was, well, it was it's not completely inexpensive, but a lot less expensive than it's today. So, yeah, it's yes. a little sad to yeah. see uh, things going. But good to see that there's enough of it, it, despite that. I mean, I always take some positivity when we get these product launches, like the the Polaroid Reclaimed Blue, um, which is is that there's clearly, you know, the, the growth, the, the resurgence of, of, of film photography uh, as a... Uh, as as for fun for hobby as, as an art form as well um clearly that's built enough of a market that people can still continue to bring products to market so um yeah. i always take some uh some comfort from that uh you know that uh, generally speaking there's still enough interest out of there yeah out there to to keep it going and i think kodak in the us is hiring engineers yeah. Uh, yeah. Someone said, uh, wrote on Discord, and I, th I think I read uh, something along those lines too, uh, which is a good sign. Uh, but uh, that leads us to news from Fuji. If I, if we can change the, uh, we have a certain change uh, the order of the show notes. How many of those? Of how many of those tequilas have you had? <laughs> uh, enough to still remember that there is an, an order in the show notes. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I think um, everybody by now has read that um, Fuji Film suspends um, um, their 35 and millimeter and 120 films uh, for now because they uh, they say they don't have the uh, uh, the raw material to you know. Produce those films. There are voices who say, "Oh, they just uh, uh, get rid of what they wanted to get rid of for the whole time the last few years, because they they um, you know um, discontinued so many films in different formats." And I mean, the only Fuji films you can buy are either either made by uh, right now in thirty five millimeters and one hundred and twenty are uh, uh, Fuji films uh, made by Ilford and made by, let's say, like by, by uh, Harman Technologies and, and by Kodak. Yeah. Which is uh, a little bit strange, isn't it? It, it, it is, yeah. I mean, going to um, uh, the, the link we've put in the show notes here is to the reporting of this from Cosmo Photo. Uh, and uh, they've got a, a delightfully machine translated version of the original message, which you have to read and then read again and then read again to try and make sense of it. Um, but it does say uh, essentially uh, the, the the reason that they give. Uh, so in this is in Japan only, I believe, um, uh, at least according to 
my interpretation of it. Um, uh, but it, they will, um, they say uh, it's color, uh, color negative film uh, in 35 mil and slide film in 35 mil and 120. Um, they're going to they're going to stop taking orders uh, for that just now. All right, I'm sorry, I, I didn't, I uh, haven't read it uh, thoroughly enough. Yeah, okay, yeah, thanks for. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, so um, it, it, it is a tricky one because um, uh, it's difficult to know quite how far how far reaching it would be. Um, but the uh, it, it says we'll, st we'll stop. It, it actually says the machine translation says, so we will start accepting domestic orders from the d today. I will pause. <laughs> we sincerely apologize. So I think that the, 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 the um, more accurate translation would say they're going to stop accepting domestic orders in the Japanese market uh, from today, today being when this was published on the 29th of March. So, yeah, I mean, is this we, 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 we circle back round to this story about Fujifilm withdrawing from the film market, don't we? Every oh. few months or so, there's another thing that happens. Um uh, yeah, it's it's never quite gone away though. Yeah, and it's funny how Instax is such a cash cow for them because uh, of the amazing sales they have. Uh, as far as I, if I remember correctly, um, and I mean Instax is uh, a quite a mature film. It has its flaws. It doesn't have a lot of um, uh, many stops of. Uh, Help me out, please. Dynamic range. No, it's not dynamic range. It's the other one. I'm so glad you don't remember the word either. Oh, latitude. Okay. Latitude. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Yes. Latitude. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. Latitude. Uh, sorry. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Where was I going? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of latitude and so on, but it's a good film because it's stable, which is something that Polaroid is, uh, if, if I remember correctly, still fighting with stability of their films and you can you know hang instax uh, prints uh, in in sunlight and they won't fade easily at least so i've yeah, got I some know. i've got some here in the ferry room i'm sitting and talking to you from i've got some that are hanging on the wall have been for several years um and they do get bright sunshine on them occasionally not all the time um but yeah they're still fine they haven't faded at all yeah so um it's it's strange. I, sometimes I wish uh, Fuji would um, uh, would release a good Instax camera, like an Instax Square or Instax Wide, that has a good lens. Because um, just recently, um, Jonathan posted something on uh, Discord where he used the um, um, a back for his um, um, RZ. 67 i think it is okay yeah the Mamiya. and yep. uh yeah and 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 he uh, he has an um uh a back for it um uh, which uh, allows him to shoot instax wide i think with yep. that camera and though the film obviously doesn't have the highest resolution and it obviously obviously you have trouble having it really uh, flat on the image plane it is still amazing what a good lens, a good camera does with Instax film. So it yeah, is the, the red, it's actually it's capable of some good resolution. Um I, I haven't yes. shot with it in that way. Um but one one way you can demonstrate the resolution of it is to use one of their little pocket printers. 
um uh when you when you print the from one of their you know, a, a snapshot off your phone on using one of their pocket printers uh then actually that shows really quite good resolution um compared to yeah. uh the the normal instax cameras which of course have quite cheap plastic lenses oh, in them. by the way i have to correct myself he used a lomograph lock instant back on a speed graphic uh with the lights uh hector uh, oh, okay. lens. So that's a pretty even, serious setup. Yeah, that's a very serious setup. And <laughs> yeah, what can I say? He's a large format nerd. Well, which you know, is a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that, is there? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly fine. I admire his dedication to carrying a chair and an apple and a hat into the forest and shooting it with a speed graphic. Yeah. Kudos. <laughs> we should he, talk. That's he, a very good seg. That's a very good segue, and then isn't it to something else that's uh, that I, I I've actually added onto our show notes. Yeah, probably after I send them to you, actually, because I wanted to give a shout out to people who this week have posted uh, pictures of apples, chairs, and hats on our Discord. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Yes, it's and and let's let's be honest. It will be hard for us to keep up with them. Yeah, well, let's. I'm just going to have a quick scroll through the uh, the Discord and and call out a few names and say hi to a few folk because I think that would be Absolutely. fun. Um, forgive yes. us, people, if you have uh, since we've made this podcast. We're recording this on Tuesday evening. It won't go out till Thursday, so so please forgive me if you're not mentioned. Uh, first of all, actually, first of all, uh, we've got uh, a rogue entry. <laughs> Uh, it's a a rogue entry because it's been generated by dali the the uh image generation engine uh but shared with us by dave the walker uh on uh, on discord uh and dave says dave's one comment is dali is disappointingly literal uh he, he shared three images uh generated um of uh a wooden chair with a hat and an apple (laughs) <laughs> but at least Dali uh, generates chromatic aberration. <laughs> at least that. <laughs> so it's a lo-fi Dali. <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of is. Right. Next up, uh, a, a shout out to uh, John Michael Mendesa, who has has done this using multiple exposures on Instax film, um, uh, Apple and a hat and a chair. Um, so. Uh, he says, I spent a few hours last night trying to make an image. He said, I say trying because the results are more of a proof of concept due to some technical challenges. Uh, the first challenge, he says, of shooting with Instax film is he doesn't have an Instax camera to use. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of doing it with something the easy way, uh, he said the frames were loaded one at a time, which those of us that shoot instant film know now is quite tricky because they come in packs of 10. Um were loaded one at a time into a Pentax 6 7. Uh, uh, and he's had some technical challenges on the last sh- last couple of shots. The shutter didn't close properly, got some ghosting, but you can see the hat and the chair um, and the apple. And he says five out oh, of his yeah. 10 shots got recognizable images. So, all right, nice one, John Michael. Good, 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 good stuff, efforts. Good yeah, yes, definitely. definitely. Good efforts. Uh, right, who's up next? You want to talk yeah, about yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. And he uh, dragged a chair and a hat, and as I said before, and an apple into a forest, and and composed a really interesting picture where the, the a white chair is sitting on a 
a forest track uh, or a little path and it's a great image isn't it it is you, it is you can see that it's a it's a um, shot with a large format yeah camera. very shallow depth of field it has that large format look about it doesn't it in that sense yes yes so Yes. So there we go. So there's there's three. I think that's every. I don't think I've missed that's, anybody. That's everyone. Yeah. For yeah. for today. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but yeah. That, keep that, them coming. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yes. It's a basic. It's it's amazing, isn't it? You know the sorts of things that we can throw out there and people respond to positively. I just love the Sunny Sixteen community. You're all awesome. All yeah. of you. Thank You're you ever so much. You're the best. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, excellent stuff. All right. So, um, yes, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we could probably make it any rat more random than an app on a chair and a hat. We probably <laughs> it, it was it rage. It was rage. No, it was it rage. Yeah, I think so. It was rage, uh, and and Claire immediately picked it up. So yeah, there we are. Yeah, there we are. Right. Okay. Back to some more news. Um, uh, exactly. The, yes. Uh, so this one, uh, this one, this one's close to to my heart and also to my wallet because I backed it. Um, this is the Kickstarter for the Alfie Titch camera, um, who many of our listeners will remember is a uh, a Kickstarter for a half frame camera uh, and it is uh, it's made out of it's a, it's a metal frame camera metal body camera sort of milled aluminium I think um, and it has an electronically controlled shutter and a light meter built into it uh, and you can, it comes with a, a rotor a rotary dial on the front which contains four different lenses depending on which version you have and it shoots half frame 35 mil so it's it's a auto exposure half frame 35 mil really genuine fits in your pocket in in the front pocket of your jeans it's that small uh, i have had the the luxury of playing with the beta model of it um and it's fantastic so uh dave um who runs alfie titch not alfie because alfie's his son it's the camera is named after um the uh dave has posted an update on kickstarter this week um and uh, things are progressing well uh, as ever um uh, with engineering com uh, excuse me engineering projects uh the devil is in the detail and it is complex you know this this uh just picking a few details from this most recent update uh the titch contains over 70 mechanical components plus another 45 electronic components and that's for something that fits in the palm of your hand <laughs> so this is delicate work uh, but he's he reports he, he's nearly at the design freeze stage uh, for every one of those components, just a few that are not quite frozen on the design yet, which means that he is able to do the bulk ordering of some of the componentry. And that's now starting to come in. Um, so, yeah, the, yeah and reporting uh, really good progress on the performance of the cameras. Um, so he now knows that the, the, the maximum shutter speed is going to be up to uh, a five hundredth of a second. Uh, and yeah, there's some good quality uh, test images that he's uh, put out uh, on the on the website on the Kickstarter update. Um, uh, yeah, and the the meter is working well now. I know he's had some challenges, uh, engineering challenges, uh, with the the metering. He reports engineering challenges here underway with the the technical specifications for USB cameras used to uh, USB cables. Sorry, used to to charge the cameras. Um, who knew that would be a thing? Um, he's also uh, you know, um, working through some of the last stages uh, of things 
uh, you know, on some of the design componentry, you know, to get rid of the last of light leaks and stuff like that, uh, which uh, I think you change one of the things, you, you have everything nailed down and everything's dark inside, you change one thing or, or, a, or a new batch of product comes in, component comes in and it's made to a slightly different tolerance, suddenly you've got light leaks again. So I think that's going to be, um, you know, it's just chasing down the last of those. So I'm really excited oh. for this because I ordered one of these back in september um so about six seven months ago now uh and i'm really looking forward to getting that and 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 getting the chance to to take it with me and sh show it to people and, and to use it see what i think it's gonna be really good for my lo-fi zine kind of work i think half yeah, would be good for that amazing travel camera too definitely absolutely you're not gonna yeah you're not gonna run out of film oh. very quickly when you get 72 shots per roll and uh and you don't have to worry about the weight or the size of it to carry <laughs> and and due to the different you know the rotating lens uh sort of thing in front it gives you so much um uh different styles you can shoot with so yeah love that idea. yeah so yeah, so I, if i I'd really love to sorry Go ahead. Well, um, uh, do you know what? I'll, I'll preempt you and say, um, uh, uh, hoping that if Dave sticks to his current plans, uh, by the time I get to see you in person in August, I will have my Alfie Titch and you can have yes. a play with it. <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking what, what camera to bring to the UK in August. Yeah. All After, of them. I, no, but I, there were times when I, almost brought every camera camera i owned on a, on a trip You're coming in the car you don't have to worry about stuff like that yes if i leave my family at home you're right but not if i want to take them with me so well given that you're currently sharing a hotel room or two with your family and they're quite close by we probably shouldn't ask you to comment on what the probability is of bringing cameras instead of family <laughs> yeah things uh, since half of the family is asleep and the other half is probably listening to something on her headphones. I'm pretty safe now, but I'll, I'll definitely bring two. Because my kids love to shoot Instax, so they'd be uh, eligible to come on the photo walk as well. They'd be more than welcome. Absolutely. They would be <laughs> definitely more than welcome. Cool. Okay. So there we go. There's the update on the Alpha Titch. Uh, we're getting towards the end of our list now, actually. Uh, what have we got left? Uh, duh, 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 duh. Actually, I think it's just maybe one more thing on our list uh which is uh and this is a shout out to another film photography podcast that's quite new um which uh now i know you're a fan of at least one of the gentlemen that makes this podcast because you really like his youtube channel as i do um but this is a new uh film photography podcast and i have to say i really love the name of this podcast it's called mami amigos <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. So, uh, apparently, the story goes. Apparently, they 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 had that name for months and months and months, and they were terrified of talking to anybody about it in case somebody used it before they launched their podcast. <laughs> and uh, it, th those guys, I mean, they they are an amazing team. Uh, if you go on Jason's uh, channel, a uh, YouTube channel, Grainy Days, it's <laughs> it's. It's he he goes on road trips with Caleb and and yeah just check him out his way of commenting his um film a sh film shoot a shooting outings is 
hilarious it is so yes i know we've talked about the grainy days youtube channel uh and jason who who runs that i believe he works in the film and tv industry lives in los angeles or or thereabouts i think um and he is he's got some very very entertaining videos about shooting film uh he is uh has a very dry sense of humor which uh i think you and i both enjoy (laughs) Yes, we do. And and hopefully he stops drinking Mountain Dew. So it's uh, there is no chance uh, uh, <laughs> that Kodak doesn't bring back Aerochrome. The amount of Mountain Dew he... Uh, yeah, that's, that's it's, pretty, it's, yeah, it's, pretty horrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Yes. So maybe, Grainy Days maybe. absolutely is, uh, is the channel that Jason has and Caleb. And I can't remember what Caleb's channel is called. Can you? I don't watch that quite so often. Uh, is it? Uh, I, I, it says Bad Flashes. Is, the, uh, is that a YouTube handle? I'm not entirely sure. Hang on. Let me check. Is it? Uh, we we yes. need to check. Yes. Well, I'll I'll, I'll put some. I'll, I'll talk some filler here while you look it up. Then shall I? <laughs> so yeah. So the, uh, yeah, what I, I think is it is yeah. It's what? Sorry, say again. Bad flashes. Bad flashes. All right. Okay. Thank you. So um, what it is? Uh, you know, uh, they they've only done a, a zero, a one, and a two uh, as their um uh, as their uh podcast so far. So you anybody starts listening to it now is is right in at the the ground floor, as it were. Um, the the exciting thing um from my point of view is that these two guys you know i think i probably enjoyed their conversations and their verbal presentation in their in their videos more than i enjoy the the videos themselves so to just sit here them sit chatting talking absolute nonsense um you know for for an hour or so uh, i think is brilliant um and most recently they've had on their they've had their first guest on show number two um which was uh, a lady called uh Birgit Bukart, who is the general manager of lomography in los angeles or something like that um so and that, that was quite a fun listen um so uh check them out um do um it's always good to have more yes, entertaining do. podcasts um you know uh you can't can't listen to sunny 16 all your lives <laughs> and 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 watching uh jason's videos where you could see the the podcast recording equipment they use it's definitely a hi-fi podcast yeah they've it definitely come be. at it from a video angle haven't they so so they have their their um and they, and they put out the reason we're including in the show notes the youtube link actually is that'll be a, a, a you know that anybody can get to that from any platform uh i think their podcast is out on an audio format in many of the different podcatchers but everybody uses different ones so i've just put the youtube link uh, in in the show notes and you can see that they sit down and record video where and they have you know um, proper microphone setups uh, yeah, for doing that and cameras and things like that so um I, well I, as do yeah. we uh well when, when we're not on holiday we have those um so <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh but yeah they're certainly um yeah using some of their 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 film and uh movie film and, and tv knowledge and, and equipment that they've got uh set up for doing that so all good all good to, to see that out there um i think that's about it christian uh unless you've thought yes, of anything as we've gone along that hasn't made it into the show notes yet no i think that's it yeah okay well there we go then this has been this has been the sunny 16 podcast then right if that's oh my it. goodness we made it 
we've made it yes we have made it through, through not through to the end a bit quicker than usual but uh it's been a fun conversation sad that rachel and claire couldn't join us hopefully they yes. will be back next week uh because we've got something starting next week uh another no, mini series uh isn't it is it, it next week oh actually no it might Don't not promise be anything no I, yeah on. maybe maybe it's not next week I don't know. Got uh, no, it's not next week. Actually, um, it's it's in a, a week or two's time. So yes, all right. That's a little bit of a teaser for you, folks. We do have a new mini series starting, uh, but it's going to be probably in about three weeks' time, actually, uh, rather than um, next week. Sorry about that. Me getting my in my calendar mixed up there. Um, but yeah, do keep listening because there's more exciting stuff to come. Uh, thank you all for your feedback on the conclusion as well on the conclusion of our style mini series in the discord yes. um that was yes. uh, great great that people enjoyed that um okay uh that probably is it then uh and in which case uh we have been the sunny 16 podcast uh it's been nice to just sit and chat and and share news and stuff but something a bit different um uh, i guess next week when we record you'll be back at home will you christian yes i will well i hope you enjoyed the rest of your holiday Thank you very much. I am quite envious. Um. <laughs> uh, that's all right. You're going to Canada and meet Todd Coral. Oh, so, well, uh, hopefully, if Todd month. happens to be in town the couple of days that I'm in town, in, sa- in the same town, then, yeah, it'd be great to meet Todd face-to-face. That would be awesome. Yes. So, so I'll envy you then. So we're even. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, folks. Well, as always, it has been an honor to talk with you all. We'll be back next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.